0: Old Testament from Daniel, Daniel chapter 7, reading from verse 9 to 10, 13 and 14. As I watched, thrones were set in place, and an ancient one took his throne. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames, and its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and flowed out from his presence. A thousand thousands served him and ten thousand times ten thousand stood attending him. The court sat in judgment and the books were opened. As I watched in the night visions, I saw one like a human being coming with the clouds of heaven. And he came to the ancient one and was presented before him. To him was given dominion and glory and kingship that all peoples, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not pass away. And his kingship is one that shall never be destroyed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We stand as Helen brings us our Gospel reading.
1: Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory Glory to you, you, O Lord. Lord. Reading from John chapter 18, verses 33 to 37. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So, you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king, For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Thank you. Good morning. It is really lovely to be with you all today. As we celebrate Christ the King. Now Christ the King is one of lots of different festivals and feast days and celebrations that we have throughout the church year. And as we move through the church year and look at these different um, celebrations, they're all part of God's story. And they help us to focus on different aspects of God and to help us remember all the things that God has done. You know, God actively decrees it in the Old Testament for people to follow certain celebrations every year. Things like Passover, when it gets handed down, when the Israelites are out of Egypt from slavery. God says, do this every year so you remember what I've done. And we know that that is so important to remember what God has done. And next week... (coughs) Sorry, I'm feeling like I'm going a little bit of croaky. Uh, yes, please, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, next Sunday, as we come, we come to the start of Advent. And we get to look forward and lead up to Christmas. So, while I have some of my water, who here is excited for Christmas? <clears throat> Oh, there, was, there was a handful of hands there. Uh. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be next Sunday is the start of Advent, so you can officially start doing Christmas things. We're a few days later to the 1st of December, if you wait until the 1st of December. Um, but yeah, as we get up to Christmas, we look forward uh, where we celebrate the birth of Jesus. But before we do that, before we look forward to Christmas and that time of Advent, of getting ourselves ready, we first get to celebrate Christ the King. So we focus on who Jesus is before we think about what he's done. Because knowing who Jesus is, knowing the king he is, knowing the kingdom that he has is so important. You know, we've had this wonderful time of worship where we've been praising God for his goodness. You know, how wonderful, how marvellous he is. We're praising him for what he's done. And when we know who he is, we then know who we are. Because we are human beings rather than human doings. So knowing who we are, knowing our being comes first and it's from that place that we act. Jesus knew exactly who he was. He knew exactly uh, the authority that he had um, and it's from that place that he did everything that he did. I'd like to read some of Daniel 7 again and you may like to close your eyes and just try and picture and imagine some of this vision that Daniel had. As I watched, thrones were set in place, and an ancient one took his throne. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames, and its wheels were burning bright. A stream of fire issued and flowed out from his presence, A thousand thousand served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood attending him. As I watched, I saw one like a human being coming with the clouds of heaven. And he came to the Ancient One and was presented before him. To him was given dominion and glory and kingship. That all peoples, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not pass away. And his kingship is one that shall never be destroyed. You can open your eyes again if you have closed them. I'm not sure how many of you can easily picture that. (laughs) Lots of language. I physically can't imagine the scope of what Daniel saw. But this was a night vision, a dream that Daniel has. And when we put it in the context of the rest of chapter 7, we get this that Daniel is really troubled by what he sees. He is, you know, um, got it here. He's troubled in his spirit with the visions that passed through his mind. You know, he saw all these things. Uh, there's some other parts to this vision that Daniel has as well. He sees some different creatures, some beasts, there's four of them. They have multitude of wings and eyes and heads and horns, uh, as you do. Um, and these represent different uh, kings and kingdoms. That will come. And Daniel is there going, I've got all this, all this stuff has happened. I really don't know. So in his vision, he asked somebody, and he was standing there, and they give that interpretation. The four great beasts are four kings that will rise from the earth. But the holy people of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. And this is really amazing. I think partly of what troubles Daniel is the content of this, this idea that different kingdoms and different powers are going to be coming and they're going to be taking over. And we know in the world, when we look back through history, there have been so many different empires or ruling powers or different uh, systems in place. And none of them last. There's always other things that come and take and sometimes that's good because there's better things that come in place. Sometimes it's bad because there's worse things that come in place. And I think this is what Daniel was going through and he was getting worried and troubled by this, this um, tumultuous time that was coming. But I also wonder if he was troubled by just this glorious presence of God that he witnessed if we go to revelation 1 we have john he has a vision of heaven and we see some of the same language some of the same imagery of the risen jesus the risen ascended jesus in heaven and what john does when he first encounters him he falls to his feet as though dead You know, he knew Jesus on earth in his human body, yet he has this vision of Jesus in his glory and he is just so overwhelmed. He is terrified. He is in awe that he just falls down. You know, one day we will all see Jesus in that glory and it is an awesome thing You know, it is something that we should uh, fear. You know, it says in the Proverbs, uh, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When we hold God, when we hold Jesus in that right place of this reverence, in this awe, at just how powerful and mighty that he is, that we will just see him and fall to the floor. Um, That is where we then start coming from and living. And this is our God and this is our King. And although things may may come up and things may change, you know, things are constantly changing in the world. <coughs> you know, and we have this Daniel, this, this time of, of change. Yet we know that the kingdom of God remains and that is constant. No matter what we are going through, we can hold on to that, and that is our confidence. That is our hope. That is what we put our trust in of who God is and His kingdom, His dominion, that will reign for eternity. When we get to our gospel reading, we have that um, see that conversation between Pilate and Jesus. Jesus has been arrested. Uh, This is just before Pilate, uh, you know, sentenced Jesus to be crucified. And they're having this conversation. And it's again about Jesus' kingship. And it's about his kingdom. And Jesus declares that my kingdom is not from the world. That Jesus' kingdom is greater and surpasses any earthly kingdom's. But we also need to see it in a different way. Because Pilate's conversation and questions with Jesus, he seems to be looking at him as just a man in front of him, asking this question, are you the king of the Jews? And then Pilate responds when Jesus asks, who's asking? Are you asking? Is somebody else asking? And he's kind of taking himself out of the equation, going, I'm not a Jew, am I? Like, why does it matter to me? This was mostly likely just a political response uh, to Jesus. Pilate was a Roman governor um, in Judea. So although Rome was in charge in this area, the Jewish religious leaders, again, still had a fair bit of power and if you upset them then you're likely to upset the people and there'll be riots, revolts, unrest. If you're in power you do not point your people rioting. You're likely to come out of power and it will be a lot of unrest. So you can see that Pilate is just kind of coming at him as from from this earthly viewpoint of actually... Why does it matter? We know later when we read in the Gospels that Pilate washes his hands of this decision. He kind of takes himself out of it. Um, But that is not right. You know, as we um, had in Daniel, you know, that this is the God's kingdom is that all peoples, nations and languages should serve him. You know, Jesus asked that question to his disciples. Who do you say I am? He asked it to Pilate and Pilate didn't answer. But he asked it to each of us. And actually where we stand, the response that we give is so important. And it does include Pilate. Because Jesus' authority goes beyond anything. But we know that Jesus has already won the victory. Don't we? So we have Jesus' kingdom is eternal. It goes beyond everything. And the kingdom is so amazing. It is full of love and joy and peace. It's restoration. There is hope. There is redemption. Everything we know and more of God is in His kingdom because His kingdom is every place that God is. And when we hold Jesus in that place of King and know that power and that authority that reigns supreme over everything else, and then we come into that kingdom, you know, that is a kingdom that we get to bring. It is not of this world. It goes far beyond and changes everything. When we think about kings throughout history, one of the things that the king or the queen or the monarch does is that they lead their people and they lead them fighting in battle. And we know that Jesus has already won the victory. We know that his kingdom is eternal and will last We know that he goes ahead of us and we just get to follow in behind, stepping out in his power to bring his kingdom. We don't do it in our own strength. It is Holy Spirit, it is the full power of God within us that we then get to see God's kingdom come through us. But the good news is the victory is already won. And Jesus continues to lead us in our different ways. When we look in the Old Testament, when the Israelites had kings, you know, when the king was following God, the people were following God. And that was great. When the kings turned away from God, the people turned away from God. That wasn't so good. Um, And that is the thing, that Jesus is our king and we get to follow him when we look at his life here on earth in his human body. You know, he is our demonstration of how to worship our God, of how to live our lives so that we follow in him and we see all the goodness that he brings. In Jeremiah 23 Uh, verse 5 and 6. It says this. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will rise up for David, a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord, our righteous saviour. Isn't that amazing? This is our King, Jesus. And we get to join him to do what is just and right and bring love and peace and joy to all those situations. And as we just reflect on this this as Jesus, um, as Christ the King, You know, we get to just marvel in his glory, in his splendor, in his awesomeness, in his might. We get to rejoice in his love, praise his name and all that he is. And as we get ready for Advent, as we get ready for Christmas this year, And we put up the lights which are shining in the darkness. As we, you know, maybe the Christmas decorations that you put up. As well as telling the Christmas story. Telling stories in your own life as well. Stories of places you've been, of of God's goodness at work, of, of your family, of your friends. As we put a star on the top of the tree... Let's put it up there as Jesus, our King, reigning forever. And we are his people who get to join with him in that same power and authority to see his goodness come to here. So yeah, so as we come into this time of Advent and get ready for Christmas, when this mighty king... Gave up everything to be born as this little baby. You know, it's the amazing news um, of Andy and Nadege, of their newborn son. And it is a great celebration. But he's so small. And the King of Heaven gave everything to do that. He humbled himself, he emptied himself, so he could give everything for us and welcome us in. So let's celebrate as Christ the King and let's just spend that time in awe and wonder of who he is and all he has given us. Amen.
0: Thank you, Helen, for inviting us to focus again on the kingship of Jesus, to know who he is as King and all that means for us. We're going to stand and sing again, Living Hope.